Welcome to the Axiom Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Lonergan, and today I'm joined by my colleague, Devin Dash, to discuss with you specifically why we do what we do here at Axiom. Our mission statement at Axiom is as follows. We work with business owners and their leadership teams to build businesses with purpose that outlive the current generation of owners. And today, with Devin's help, I would like to unpack what this means and explain to you, our audience, why we do this work day after day. Devin, thank you for joining me today. I'm really excited to dive deeper into Axiom and learn even more from you as we discuss this loaded question I have for you today. How are you? Shannon, it is so nice to be here with you. Thank you. I'm doing well. Thank you. I feel like you say that every time. That it's so nice to be here with you? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to tell the people on the podcast, like, Shannon, I'm really disappointed right now in something else going on, but <laughs> which is not true. <laughs> It is nice because being in a podcast studio, having a conversation about Axiom and what we do and why we do it is probably one of my favorite conversations to have. Yeah. That's why I chose you today because I knew that it would be a good one. How, how many times do you think I'm going to say community flourishing <laughs> in this episode? I am going to place bets on how many times you're going to say, let's step back and have a 30,000 foot view. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I won't say that. I promise. I don't. I highly doubt that. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. If you listen to this podcast on you know, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, post in the comments, you're over under for how many times <laughs> I'm going to say step back from a 30,000 foot view minus that one. <laughs> yes, please do. We want to hear from you because we know that that is one of Devin's things. (laughs) Anyways, let's get on with this conversation talking about Axiom. So Devin, I'm going to ask you that really big question and it's, we're going to have to break it up because it seems very open-ended. So why do we do what we do here at Axiom? Yeah. Well, to simply put it, We believe that small business, when it's done well, has incredible power to change the world for the better. And it's better than any nonprofit organization, than any local community church, than any government organization. We truly believe that when small business is done well, it has exponential reach and impact in community flourishing. (laughs) I had to throw that in there, but it's true. That's why we do what we do. I wish I mean, wait, let people me, let could me just, see your face. Let me break it down. You're, like, you're wanting to break it down because it's very big and it, you know, mm-hmm. very vague. Think about the number of lives on board, right? So think about your, your roster and think about how many employees, either as an owner you have underneath you or as a leader in an organization that report to you. You are not just responsible for making sure that their work gets done on a daily basis. That is part of your job. But as leaders, your job is also to make sure that those individuals are empowered and fulfilled and efficient in their work. And that means oftentimes you have to dive into their, the messiness of their lives when they're, when they're not fulfilled at work or when they're bringing in, you know, we like to separate home and work and say that they're two separate you know, things. But that is impossible for an individual who, who is has a soul to separate one part of their life from another part of their life. And so when you have people who are under your charge and they're coming in and they're discouraged because 
uh, their child is, is struggling in school. Or when you have uh, an employee who comes in and their marriage is not in that most healthy spot, right? That is going to affect their work. And when we acknowledge that as leaders and owners, um, as lead, let's just say leaders in general, both owners and individual contributors in an organization, Mm -hmm. when you acknowledge that and you can do one little thing to encourage that employee that day or give them some, some wisdom from your own experiences, you make that person's life better. And that is going to have a reach on their marriage. And that marriage is going to have an impact on other marriages and, and circles of influence that they are part of. It's going to have an impact on their kids. It, it, and again, you start to see the ripple effect of what, why, you know, why businesses are so powerful for making the world a better place. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that that is single-handedly that why is why I know I'm standing in this room. Because when I was given that why in my interview, it resonated. Because I always thought that at some point in my life, maybe I'll work in ministry. At some point in my life, maybe I'll do something that fuels me, gives me a little bit of purpose. And I always would separate what purpose was versus what I was naturally gifted in, what I believe that God called me to do. And that is to be a business person to be in the marketplace. And when I started the interview process for Axiom and I heard that why, I believe it was actually you, the first person that said it to me. I'm pretty sure we were sitting in the conference room and I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do. I didn't even know it until I heard it, but that's what I wanted to do because it's so true. There are hundreds of people who want to feel like they belong. And of those hundreds of people, a vast majority will never walk inside the doors of a church. But we get to be that difference. And whether it is us just coming in with a smile on our face, it doesn't matter. But we still get to be that light for the companies. And I think that that is a beautiful testament outside of all of the other fun things that we get to do with our clients. That is such a beautiful testament to do who God has called us to be. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a privilege to be able to do that with our clients. And you mentioned ministry. And I think that that term can often get thrown around and, you know, it can, can be misunderstood because most often times we hear that in the context of a church. Right. But if you think, if you look at the, the most um, root meaning of that word, it's to meet the needs of other people, to meet the need of another. And in that sense, right, when you have a team, when you have a business, the business is in place. The business is functioning because in multiple capacities, it is meeting the needs of others. And so you know, it, it's too it's, it's a different perspective or it's a different way to look at the business, right? So if you think, you know, we have this conversation many times with our, our, our new clients, it's like, hey, at some point in your life, there was maybe a, a, the business served was a, for the purpose of utility, right? Yeah, I had to pay the bills. You had to put food on the table. You had to pay the mortgage. You, you wanted to send your kids through college. And so you grew the business a little bit. And then your 
you know, your kids got older and before they got to college, you, you had to get a bigger home and you needed more space because your family was growing and all these things happen that demand the business to grow. And, but all the while it's to meet needs and some of those, you know, individual needs, some of those are the needs of your immediate family, but then you have employees right? You have customers, your, your product or service is to meet the need, a, a need and solve a pain point or provide a service in, a, in the market. And so now you're meeting need the needs of those people. And that, that is ministry, right? When we're meeting the needs of others. And so as a business, we're all about that. And it, it, it's not always about talking about Jesus, right? It's, it, although it, it includes that sometimes, but it is meeting the needs of others. Um, and that's, that's really powerful when we can walk alongside business owners to help them meet the needs of their immediate team. And even we can meet some of their needs. It is the most rewarding, um, you know, I don't want to say maybe altruistic it is it's the most rewarding, satisfying thing that every team member at Axiom experiences. Um, and yeah, so again, that's why we do what we do. Yeah. I'm going to kind of backtrack just a smidge and go to the most recent blog post that Joey wrote for us. And it's answering the question, who is Axiom and what do you, what do we do? And if you haven't already, I would highly recommend going to the website and going to our blog page and reading the most recent blog because it is very well written. Um, But it is a story from Joey's perspective, going to a client meeting. And he's talking a little bit in the first part about the business owner and like what happened and all these different pieces leading up to what does Axiom do and how do we do it? And part of that, he said um, that the client looked at him and said, reminded him that nine months ago, he stood in the office um, And Joey asked this client a question and asked him, we can do this, but it is going to require you to change. Can you change? And Joey said, as he recounted this story, he said, I remember him pausing and saying, yes, I believe I can. And um, this client came to Joey again during this meeting and said, I told you I could change, but there's no way I could have done it alone. What I didn't know was that the personal challenges, the family challenges, the business challenges would all put me in a spot where God would have to make me a different person to be able to do it, and he has. Now, I'm not sharing that. Joey's not sharing that because we want to um, just constantly be throwing out um, just like Jesus and our faith and all of these things, but our faith is very interwoven into who we are at Axiom. So when we hear this story, all of us can't help but smile because we understand that situation. We know that client. We get all of the things that are surrounding that. But I think it's really important to hear that this client said, I told you I could change, but there's no way I could have done it alone. And When we are asked that question, why do we do what we do? It's because I think innately we all know and believe, and I would love for you to weigh in on this, that we can't do it alone. 
So from that perspective, why is it that we do what we do and how do we, how do we kind of facilitate those conversations? Yeah. Well, I think it's the same, like just follow the vein a little further back. If we do what we do because we believe that business done well has incredible power to change the world for the better. And we believe that each business that we work with has that capacity for all the reasons that I mentioned earlier, that we, we kind of have a place upstream a little bit where we can't give business, like our process and how we work with clients. This is a, a one story of many of how our process helps to flesh that out and begin to provide the, the framework that allows businesses to minister to their people and grow and get better and accomplish their visions and their purpose. But we are the, like I, I will, I'll say, we are that upstream person that, that can start to meet the need of the owner or meet the needs of the ownership group. And in, in ways that are sometimes very intimate, very personal conversations where we're addressing um, unique individual challenges that they're like leadership challenges that they have. I would remember a conversation just last week I was having with a client and, and what a privilege to be in these kinds of relationships where I had a client ask me, how would you rate my communication skills? And I need you to be brutally honest with me. And we spent the next 45 minutes really where I, you know, it was breaking down. Well, tell me about this. And here's what, you know, here's what I experience um, when I'm, when I'm getting pushback in my relationships with my communication, uh, you know, skill gaps or skills, here's what I'm hearing. How, how would you rate yourself in that area? And getting to a point where this, this client was totally transparent, totally opening themselves up, being vulnerable and allowing me to help coach them in a way that was for the purpose of meeting their need to be a better communicator for their relationships with their leaders, for their relationships outside of the business, their, their family life, we're helping meet that need. And when we can minister in that way, then it allows business owners to make the changes that are necessary with their team members and for their business that help them accomplish where they want to go. So I kind of went on that story to say, like, that's that's how what we do and why we do, like, it, it, it's not it's not disjointed we become a, a, you know, I think of ourselves like truly advisors. Like, you know, you think of, you know, the times of antiquity when you had a, a ruler and they relied on the counsel of other advisors to rule and to reign and to, to with, and do that well. And I, I kind of see us in that place, not, not as like proud and lifted up, but just as like, we want you to succeed in our, like any way we can come alongside you and help meet a need to do that. That's why we get out of bed every day because we truly love that. And we know you already have a business that is well-established in the community. You already have existing relationships and we're not going to, we're not going to change everything there. We're just going to come alongside you and figure out ways to um, allow you to, to, capitalize, to use that word, on all of the relational equity that's already built and established within and outside the business. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm kind of babbling now, so I'll, I'll let you kind of just uh, riff off that. I love that. And I think what kind of comes to mind is um, I had a very personal conversation with somebody um, actually just last night. And this podcast, recording this podcast was on my mind, of course, as I'm like, finishing that conversation and going to bed and thinking about the things that I have to do today. 
And one of the things that I brought up during that conversation was I have a lot of pride. And that is one of my biggest downfalls is that I struggle um, with being very prideful. Mm. And I don't like admitting that. Um, but it is something that hit me last night that I have to start admitting because you cannot change what you do not bring out into the light. And um, if it is in the light, it cannot be in the darkness. So if I want to change something about who I am or about how I portray myself or perhaps even just the perception that people have of me, I have to bring that out to light and I have to be humble enough, which is extremely difficult for most people to say, this is a problem. I would like to change this. Please hold me accountable. And I think of that conversation and I want to bring it back to our business owners and even just to our audience listening, like we're not selling what we do at Axiom. That's not what we're doing. We're selling why we do it. We are offering you a community of people, a community of advisors who are going to walk alongside you and who want to hold you accountable. And a lot of that reason is because you can't do it alone, but also you have to bring things out into the light. And we are able to help pull those things out of you and help you kind of take stock of everything, all the parts of your being and say, hey, this is what we're seeing. This is the perception that we have. How can we help you change this? And that is why we do, because when we get to see that change, like Joey got to see with this client that he wrote this blog post about, I think that is probably the most rewarding part of what we get to do. Yeah, undoubtedly. I, my wife can attest to this. Um, this job, you know, I hear this from all my friends. And if you're in any sort of advisory role, um, it's it's not for the faint of heart, right? There, there's, it's hard. There are days that you go home and you feel like you got your teeth kicked in because uh, there are real crises going on in your client businesses that in, in many cases we have zero control over, right? There's There's problems. And I think by nature, we don't want those problems to exist. But when they, when they land on our lap, we go home thinking about our clients' issues with them. And that leads to days that are incredibly stressful, um, taxing mentally, emotionally, physically, because we, we have long, you know, long meetings where we're trying to break down what is the decision that needs to be made um, or just emotionally draining because we spent a lot of time unpacking uh, relational dynamics that are messy. And those days happen, right? It's not for the faint of heart. But my wife can, and, and my wife can attest that those days I come home, they're, they're you know, hey, I just, I'm, I'm trying to stay engaged with the kids. My mind is still half at work. And she knows that. But my wife also knows the days that I come home and I have a conversation like the one I had last week, or I have a conversation um, with, with a client about a, an employee who's really struggling and what our action plan is to remediate this person and help them get to better performance. 
And she knows because when there's, there's the, where you're in the messy conversation and then in that conversation, you can, you make a way through and you make a, a decision to move past it and accomplish the, the next milestone in the plan. It's incredibly rewarding. And it, it's, it's that being able to bear the burden with the client on the days when you feel like you both got to lift the burden off. That's incredible. That's rewarding. Yeah. So to go back to the beginning of our conversation, I started by asking you the very loaded question, why do we do what we do here at Axiom? And you answered with simply our why, what our why is. Um, I would love to give our listeners some tangible advice, maybe one or two things that they can take away from this and really ponder and consider how they can create that culture of starting with why within themselves, if it's just them as entrepreneurs, or if they have a leadership team or if they have a larger business. Mm. Phenomenal question. Yeah. So practically, what can you do? Um, If you are unable to take a vacation right now, then, you know, don't take a week, but carve out, look at three months into your calendar. And I want you to carve out a Friday, a Saturday and a Sunday. And if you have a significant other that you need to clear this with, I would tell you, mark off a a time on your calendar where you can go away Friday, Saturday and Sunday, and you come home Sunday afternoon, but you need to carve that time out now because when we're talking about purpose and we're talking about why, I think we're getting away from what we're trying to really get you to do is get away from the utility of the thing. And let me, let me explain what I mean by that. Coffee, one of my favorite things in the world and coffee has a a purpose that is a strictly utility purpose. And everybody knows what that is. I'm tired. I need caffeine. I don't care what it tastes like. Give me the caffeine, right? But coffee has a, another side that is much more beautiful. And the, it's, it's the huge boom of the coffee, you know, craft coffee culture where the, how much you roast a bean can change the chemistry of the bean once you um, grind it and what it tastes like and what flavors you experience. And whether that's a sweet coffee or a chocolatey coffee or a fruity coffee. And yes, if you, if you want to explore this with me, then I'm happy to get your, you email me and I'm happy to take you on that journey. Coffee talks with Devin Dash. Yeah. And we'll talk about your business and we'll talk about coffee. But going back to taking that time off on your calendar, when you're, when you're in the hustle on a daily basis, when you're, when you're, when you're putting your firefighter cap on, it is so hard to step back and say, what is, what is that? What is the beauty of my business? Why do I do it? Why do I get out of, because you do not get out of bed every morning and go to work because you like putting out fires, right? If you, if that's what you love and you loved rescuing people and you loved the ability to come in and save the day, then maybe you should have just been a firefighter, right? But there's a, there's a deeper purpose of why, why you get out of bed, bed every day. And sometimes that's rooted in, man, here's how, here's how I saw my dad, work growing up. Here's what I didn't see in my dad growing up. 
here's um, my childhood experiences and here's my earliest experience of work and here's what I started to love about it and here's where I learned my trade or my skill set and that's why I love that's that's kind of got me excited about it and it directed me towards my college decisions and, and what I studied and then that led to x and y and z and now you're getting to the the story behind whatever business you know abc company you get you're getting into the story behind abc company it is very hard to do that when we think of when we have the to-do list on the back of our mind or when we know all the crisis so block time off on your calendar to get away and to think why did i do what i do and and it's it that is the first step mm-hmm. and being able to, to start to understand your purpose and your why. Yeah. I love that. I think when I was think when you were saying that, um, the one thing I would like to clarify with our listeners too, is it might sound like what we're saying is that we like to come in and put out those fires. And the reality is, yes, that's what we do. We come in and we help you put out those fires but it's not because we want to come in and put out the fires. What we want to do is we want to come in and change how you're doing your business so that there are no fires to have to put out on a regular basis so that we can go from having to what we call an issues-based plan, which is fires, 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 to goals-based planning so that we can focus on what the big picture is. Yeah, yeah, I would say that that's extremely important. Uh, to say what you said a different way is like we we don't want to we'll, we'll, we're not gonna we're gonna change your business, right? And we're gonna change the way you do business, but that's because we're gonna help you understand why you do business. And so that widget that you sell, or um, you know the the advisory service that you offer, or the insurance policies that you write and underwrite and bind for your clients or whoever that thing in and of itself, you know, kind of, we we talk about Simon Sinek a lot. That is not why you do what you do. Why you do what you do is all of the reasons that all of like, let's go back to that insurance policy, all of the things that that insurance policy provides for the people who are coming to you to get it. Mm -hmm. And there are, there is a pe- there are people who need your service and, and and that's why you do what you do there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's that's when I say, you know, when you say we're going to come and change the way you do business, it's it's like, well, we're not going to tell you to go into a different field. We're not going to tell you not to stop selling one widget over another widget, but we want to get you back to the heart of why you do widgets in the first place. And and operating out of that sense of inspiration versus the sense of pain mm-hmm. and need necessity is why, how we want to change the way you do business. Well, and that's how we create that idea that you can build a business with purpose. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's get exactly. We, we, we say what we do is we grow businesses with purpose that outlive the current generation of owner, right? We can't help you do that if your business doesn't have a purpose beyond I mean, let me, let me back up. We, if we don't understand the purpose of the business or if the business doesn't have a currently stated purpose, right? And I, I'll go back to a conversation I was having earlier this week with a client. It's okay if your purpose in business is to make a lot of money. That's great. Just know that the, what 
the purpose statement also does internally with your business is it is that bridge of relationship for everybody that you that works with you and for you. Um, and so what does that mean? If you want to be in business to make gobs and gobs of money, just be mindful that as a, as a, if you think about that from a, from a very specific perspective of I need people or else I'm going to be the one who's got, you know, attached to the business and I'm never going to be able to detach myself from it. Your people are going to want to join you. And that's either going to be not exciting to them at all, because why does anybody want to go work for someone else whose sole purpose is to make gobs and gobs of money? Or you're going to find people who want exactly, who are there for this very same purpose as you, and they want to make gobs and gobs of money. And so you just have to clarify that that's what your purpose is and realize that if I want employees who have that same purpose, then I'm going to have to give them, maybe I'm going to have to make them partners or I'm going to have to give them phantom stock options so that when they, when they retire, or when they get out of the business, they, they have equity that they have either earned or been given in the business or bought in. And that's going to allow them to exit wealthier than when they came into the business and, and capitalize on some of the equity that they've put into the business. So I think that's where I go. Like it, the purpose, it's just a matter that you define your purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise you can't grow the business with purpose. Mm-hmm. So what should you be doing when you're at your hotel or you're at your retreat? Go back to the, like the seven whys. Why did I get into business? Right. What was my earliest experience? What, you know, why, how was I exposed to business? Why did that excite me? Why did I just choose this career path? Why, why did I join this firm? Why did I start this company? As it changed, wh- like just go back and why and what and how and just explore your story. And, you know, oftentimes it's like, well, why, why did you do that? Why that? Why that? Why that? And that is a really, you know, it sounds really simplistic, but it's not. It's draft, you know, writing that out and noting, like get a pen and a paper or a pencil and a notepad and just start asking yourself the question why, answering your own prompt and then asking the follow-up, well, why that? And then answer your own prompt and then why that? And do that five or seven times. And that's a really helpful tool that we use in, in discussion with business owners to kind of uncover why they're doing what they're doing today. Mm, I love that. Thank you for giving those two actionable steps. It's very helpful for our business owners. Um, And again, I really appreciate you coming on with me today and having this conversation. It means a lot. It's not just about why we do what we do here at Axiom, but it's about why you do what you do in your business as well. We hope that you join us again next week on the Axiom podcast. And in the meantime, please be sure to check us out on www.axiomstrategic.com. You can also find us on LinkedIn just at Axiom Strategic Consulting. You can find us on Instagram at the same handle, Axiom Strategic Consulting, and also over on Facebook. If you'd like to shoot us an email, you can shoot us an email at contact at axiomstrategic.com. We'll talk again soon. 